This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, name something that tastes a little better when it's burnt. 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Name something that tastes a little bit better burnt. 651 641 1071. Because I asked. Why? Uh, So I saw this actually, this is a true story of seven strangers picked to live in a house and talk about this. Um, I was on the Twitters and I saw this account that I love called Uber Facts. Uh, tweet that. Name something that tastes a little better burnt. And I was like, oh, that's a great question. I put it down on our grid to talk about today. And then within the hour, our entire family dinner burnt in the oven. And so that's a bummer. It was just did kind it taste of a better? funny. Nope, it oh. did not. And we had to put it outside for animals and oh. order food elsewhere. Okay. Uh, but I wanted to know from the people, 651-641-1071, what tastes a little better burnt? We have callers. Shall we Who's go to the them? Phones? We've got Candy on the line. Uh, hello, Candy. Candy, name something that tastes a little better burnt. Uh, marshmallows. Like yes. if you're cooking a marshmallow over a campfire, you've mm. got to like almost light it on fire for a second. Black and crispy on the outside mm-hmm. and gooey gooey in the middle. I am on that team, Candy. Thank you. Uh, marshmallows. Do you like them like all the way burnt or no? You're not a fan trainer? No. Um, I didn't know if you were asking me or her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm asking you. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of crisp, but once it gets all, you know, the whole thing is black or, or around the marshmallow. And no, it's no, all no. crunchy, it's crunchy. Because then it just tastes acrid. Holly, do, are you a fan of a burnt marshmallow? Yes. Yes. Uh, let's go to Luke. Luke is on the line. Hi, Luke. Luke, name something that tastes a little better when it's burnt. So marshmallows, no go. They got to be just brown on the outside. That's how you mm. do marshmallows. Ah, but if you're familiar with smoking meat, a pork shoulder, mm. you smoke it until it gets to 203 degrees interior temperature. The uh, the fat on the top you score gets charred, and you can just oh. peel it off, and it tastes like candy. Yeah. Oh, that sounds I real good, I think Luke. they call that bark, no? Yeah, I mean, it can. It's, that's more with brisket, but oh. um, you know, with shoulder. Bring in the meat like knowledge. I was just going to say, I like this meat talk on the Colleen and Bradley show. Luke, thank you Thanks, for your Luke. call. And let us know next time you're smoking a shoulder, because we will come over. Next <laughs> time you're smoking some meat, yeah, we'll give, we'll us, a give us a call. We'll be right there. 651-641-1071. What tastes better when it's just a little burnt? We've got Christine on the line. Hi, Christine. Christine, what tastes Hello. better when it's just a little burnt? 
um, pepperoni and cheese on a pizza and slightly burnt popcorn. Oh, I the agree. popcorn. Yes. Yes. A uh, little, little, just a little bit. Are you talking about the popcorn, Bradley, or the mm-hmm. pizza? Yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christine, for your call. Thanks, Christine. We did get an email from Taylor who said, cheese, a frozen pizza is always better when the cheese is all dark brown. Also, have you ever had toasted Cheez-Its? Oh, they do have the the overdone Cheez-Its. Yeah, I, and I will say, actually, that's the one I was going to pick is either Cheez-Its or potato chips. Um, I have been underwhelmed by the box of overcooked Cheez-Its. I, they're not as burny as I would like them to be. Mm. Have you called the Cheez-It people and expressed your displeasure? Do you think they're going to pick up the phone? No, probably not. No. Uh, we've got but potato chips also. You can sometimes find bags of... Um, just all dark potato chips. Yum. Beth is on the line. Hi, Beth. Beth, what's something that tastes just a little bit better when it's burnt? I like it with lasagna, like that. Mm. Uh-huh. So like, like the, the cheese cheesy. on the top? Yeah, so it can get a little bit really kind of dark and crispy. Mm. And yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Yum, yum. Yes, yum, yum. thank you, Beth. Uh, let's go to Sally. Sally, what's something that just tastes a little bit better when it's burnt? Hi, Sally. Hey, Sal. Hey, guys. Um, have you ever had the dark russet potato chips from Trader Joe's? Not the Trader Joe's one, but I have had dark potato chips, and uh, I love them. What about you? They're so good, and they're so good from Trader Joe's because they can dip really well. Ooh, oh, they're sturdy. That's key. That's key. Right on. I like it. Day, Sally, Thank thanks you. for the hot tip. Uh, let's go to Missy. Hi, Missy. Missy, what's something that just tastes a little bit better when it's burnt? Uh, my grandma taught me this, and it is tube steak, otherwise known as hot dogs or wieners. Just a little bit of char on the outside in certain places, especially if you're cooking them over a fire. Mm. You gotta have just a little bit, not too much, but I like them just a little bit Cajun. I like right. that. Thank you, Missy. Did she call them tube steaks? Tube steak. I've yeah. never heard that. Well, I have, but not in not for hot dogs. Two. Three, four. Al's on the line. Hi, Al. Al, uh, what's something that tastes a little bit better when it's burnt? Marshmallows. Yes. yes. Got to get them all crispy on the outside and then smush them in that s'more and you're good to go. That's Even if they're not in a s'more, they still taste better. A little yeah. Agreed. Agree. You can pop them right in, but just wait a second so they don't burn your tongue. Thank That's you for right. your call. Um, we did get an email. I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. And Kelly came through. Bacon. Are you like burnt bacon? Oh, okay. Yeah, crispy bacon. I like it real I like crispy. Cripsy, I, but oh, like Bernie, I'll eat it if it's Bernie. All I'll right. Get, and I mean, it's not my favorite, but I like it crispy right to before it's burned. Okay. But if somebody leaves it in a little too long, don't throw that away. No, Send it never to me. Throw bacon away. No, that would be a crime. I did overdo uh, some Brussels sprouts accidentally. Left them in the oven. Still good. No, they really? weren't. They were too Bernie. That's yeah. a bummer. I do like crispy, but these were like way too. It's burning. just it had that that taste. There's a difference between like charred and like burnt. Dead. Yeah, we did get this email also from Allison who said we would put cheese on a pan to eat the cheese we put on the pan. Yeah, like you put a piece of cheese on the pan and bake it. Maybe is uh-huh. that what you're saying? I think so. Has anyone said frozen pizza yet? Yeah. Yes, we've right. gotten that one, and right. yes, that is a, a popular one. I do just want to read to you, so you know why we can't have nice things. Um, in answer to the actual Twitter question that Uberfax put uh, on Twitter, 
that is this very question. Name something that tastes better, a little bit better. Burnt, one of the top responses comes from somebody who says, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but... And then what follows is going to be a Debbie Downer. Charring, burning, or grilling meat, poultry, and fish over high temperatures causes heterocyclic amines, HCAs, to form. These HCAs can damage a person's genes, raising the risk for stomach and colorectal cancer. So thank you for showing up to the conversation. You're the always the problem. Yeah, we're done now. Um. You know, maybe if you're eating buckets, but like the occasional like crispy piece of meat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I don't just going to bring you delight. Like, I mean, I guess it's risk assessment. Yeah, you know what? No, like you get on an airplane, your risk choice. is you know higher than. Do you know how much radiation you get when you get on an airplane? When we come back on the Colleen and Prairie <laughs> the Lee show, can we like throw a little sad trombone in there? It's true, though. Thank you. I'm just saying, you're going to die for something. We're all going out. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Just enjoy the ride, man. Eat them chips. Eat that tube steak. Come on! In the the vein of... Vein? Oh, sorry. That was not meant to be. Uh, On the topic of enjoying the ride, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we got to talk about Kim Kardashian and Van Jones when we come back. On the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's Colleen and Bradley. Well, uh, Van Jones had a very special guest on his podcast, and uh, her name is Kim Kardashian. And Bradley's going to bring us all the best from that on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Lucky. Yay. So, um, remember how there were all these rumors about Van Jones and Kim Kardashian, like, Getting in, uh, familiar, freaky, Fre- <laughs> freaky yes, okay. familiar, whatever sure. you want to call it. Um, self-proclaimed nerd Van Jones says he was dubbed a hero by his college friends back when rumors circulated he was dating that Kim Kardashian lady. How do we know this? How do we know this? How do we know this? Thanks for asking. Well, because in an exclusive sneak peek of today's episode of his podcast, Uncommon Ground with Van Jones. The CNN host made the confession to Kim herself, his guest. (laughs) So basically, um, what we learn is that Van Jones had Kim Kardashian on his podcast, and they talked about those dating rumors. Wow, that'll get listeners. Quote, I know it was so weird. I was like, no, we're just working on trying to get people out of prison. But it was a cool rumor. She went on to say, yeah, so many people asked me also, and I was like, you guys, I need a minute before I'm out there, you know? Give me a minute. Denying, of course, that the two of them were ever together. And, you know, I... I already have secondhand embarrassment from this conversation. I just, it just seems so... Like, I know why, and I know what, and I'm actually, you know, they are doing some work, and he's, you know, like... there are things to talk about. It's just, and these people are uh, valuable contributors to society, but it's just like the notion that he's going to have her on to talk about those Dayton rumors and how it, you know, gave him a little bit of credibility, street cred by his friends and family to think that he was dating Kim Kardashian. I just hope that that is the, the shortest portion of their conversation. You know? I, uh, yeah. Tell me more. What do you mean by that? Well, I because because to your 
earlier point. And honestly, I think to their benefit, mm. truly, mm-hmm. the work that they are both engaged in mm-hmm. is good work that deserves to be talked about. Oh, I yeah, am certainly. I'm aware of how you know, publicity works and how they're going to want to draw people in to the thing that they think the people are most interested in, which is were they or weren't they dating? Yeah. Like, cause nobody actually was like, did that happen? Especially after the fact that like, also I just take issue with when she goes, yeah, so many people also asked me and I was like, you guys, I need a minute before I'm out there, you know? Did you really need a minute, honey? Because I think that ship had sailed a long time ago. And also, you and Pete were together about five minutes after you and Kanye were officially not together. No no shame. Yeah. uh, No shade. Uh, Just don't pee on my leg and and tell tell me it's it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she loved the fact that there were rumors, and I'm sure those rumors came from a real place. We don't tend to just make things up for no reason. And that real place was Kris Jenner. Because actually, yes, most certainly, because you'll remember there were all these stories about how people were lining up to date the lady. She could date anybody. Do we remember, and Holly, feel free to jiggle something loose back there. Um, Sounds fun. Do we (laughs) remember if Enti implicated Van Jones? Like, this was a... Like, what did he have to say? I I actually vaguely recall a blind item about this because NT Lawyer was the one that tipped us off to that, you know, that she said that that she could date anybody or that the narrative was she can date anybody. High profile people are reaching out. Right. But that so many people said no. Yeah. And I think one of those people may have been van jones i'm sure they were here reaching out oh. to him okay. oh. i dug deep thank you oh reach to the back jiggled something loose here it is Blinded by the item. get your catcher's mitt out for this one back on april 27th of last year 2021 oh that's almost a year ago yeah this was revealed looks like the mainstream media is finally catching up to what nt lawyer has been telling you for two or three years about kim kardashian and van jones none of them will dig deep though because they don't want to have that conversation about the timeline about how both were married when it all started oh Oh, so he alleges that that actually did happen yes Mm. and it had been happening for a lot longer than the media speculation so, about it. So this podcast is perhaps some cleanup on aisle yeah. four. Yeah. 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 Actually, it's like cleanup on aisle snore. Like, I didn't. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> that's I 
didn't ask and I don't care. But maybe at like Simmons. Also, it's a, a case of hiding in plain sight, meaning we're going to be up front and we're going to joke about the thing right. that allegedly didn't happen. Right, but to take the we, wind out of the sails. Yeah, but yeah. by dismissing it, then we're acknowledging it. And then it's like, we don't have to address what actually well, happened. And you still get attention for it. Yeah. Like, it's the best of all the worlds. Yeah. Right? They can absolve themselves. I just, I also, with this page six story, I'm like, in an exclusive sneak peek. <laughs> right. Like, who is the person going, oh, my God, I need the exclusive sneak peek of the Kim Kardashian talking to Van Jones podcast episode? I mean, I think there's one person that needs that sneak peek, and their name is Eileen Reslin. Because she's the one who wrote it, and she just wants a paycheck. Oh, I'm like, who the heck is Eileen Reslin, (laughs) and did you just make that name up? (laughs) No, I know. Yeah. No, that's who wrote the story. It's, yeah. Yeah. Exclusive. There's no exclusive. No. And again... I truly do, and I actually bet this is the short, like, also, this probably is a whiff of a conversation that lasted a minute, maybe two. Also, Van Jones confessed his buddies called him a hero because he was dating Kim Kardashian, rumor had it. Okay. Um, why would your buddies call you a hero? Dude, you're a hero. Is that a thing? That makes sense. That doesn't make Listen, sense. Listen, I don't me. know how dudes talk to uh, well, each other. I mean, I know how some dudes talk, and I don't know that I've heard that language before. Mm. You're, a, You're hero a hero for dating Kim Kardashian. Also, That's not the word I would choose to use. Also, I would call him a hero for other reasons. You know, I'm holding up for a hero. Exactly. What? What? Well, I'm just saying, like the the work that they're engaged oh, in is good yeah. work, and I mean, I don't maybe hero is not the proper word, but that would I would be closer to calling him a hero for that than I would be for him dating Kim Kardashian. Yeah, this is just a lot of clap trap. Mm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We do have a name for them, and that name is Bags of D. Exactly. After this, on my talk one zero seven one. Behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for them. That name is D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Hmm. Well, I don't know who my D Bag is. Hey, who's your D Bag? It is the New York Post. Oh. I would like to read you the original headline, and then I will uh, <clears throat> take you on a journey. Okay. The original headline was, Lil Nas X blasted for Grammy 2022 on stage horror play. Horror play? What's Shweenis, horror? Shweenis play. Oh. Oh. Then he, he played with his Shweenis? He did not, you guys. Oh. He did not. But I want to just, he grabbed, he did a lot of crotch grabbing, which is I'm sorry, it's 2022. I think you're a little late to the bus on that one uh, because people have been grabbing their privates on the Grammys and elsewhere since, I don't know, the 90s. I feel like we went through this already, but fine, whatever. So <clears throat> this is the writing in this is spectacular, and I would like to tip my hat to the uh, to the journalist, Asia Grace, who was responsible for bringing this treat to us. It's his little guy's big night. (laughs) 
Lil Nas X executed an X-rated stunt during his Grammys performance on Sunday, transforming his microphone into his shweenus, continuing... Transform- he transformed a microphone into a wiener? I know. See, that's, lead. that's not what happened. Uh, she goes on to say, continuing the era of on-screen pain. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Which then Love links the to an honey. article. I'm telling you I'm taking you on a journey. It links to an article... From February 7th of 2022, also in the New York Post, the power of the dog, only with an N between the O and the G, the year of the Schweenus was unleashed in Hollywood. So this is apparently a thing that they're trying to make a thing at the New York Post, the era of the on-screen peen. Any who's uh then she goes on to say, basically, I mean, he used his microphone, he dangled it in a manner uh, that would lead one to believe that he was simulating that it was his wiener. Yeah. He also did. I mean, he does. Lil Nas X grabs his crotch constantly. And I don't even see it anymore. <laughs> like, I just don't. I'm like, that's where his hand goes. That's. That's where it is. You know, you know how I always have a hard time, like knowing what to do with my arms. He knows what to do with his arms. He puts his hand in his crotch and then he goes about his performance. But there, it's like so much pearl clutching about this. And again, I feel like we've already been through this. This is not a thing. Also, Rihanna pats her area. You can hear Lori talk about it on the regs. I think it's just because he's openly gay that they're making a deal. I, I, you out of know, it. like I know people are gonna be like, "What?" But I just I think that like people clutch pearls even more when it's a person who does not uh, conform to the you know mainstream. Like a woman doing this, yes, give us more of that. Women should pat that area. <laughs> uh, men, thank s- you, sir. <laughs> str- straight men who you know, gra- I mean, like, did you have you met Mark Wahlberg? Right. Like, right. what? This is what I mean. We've been through I mean, this. Straight men have been selling sex like crazy. The difference is, I think, in terms of um, the intensity with which people seem to be interested in his sexualization. Like, I just, you know, like, I've got opinions about all the sex on the TV screen mm-hmm. these days, writ large. But, but whether it's a, a man, a woman, heterosexual or not, you know, like, that's... I just think that their fascination with Lil Nas X is because he's kind of making people uncomfortable. Mm. And that's fine. You know, it takes time for people to... It's not fine, but it's just the way the world is. And I think that's why there's a lot of attention on his movements. I'm sorry. I'd like to... <laughs> his microphone? His, his onstage Runus play? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, Elvis, anyone? Right? <laughs> I want to be very clear. I am also perfectly because comfortable he's a, you know, with Lil Nas X grabbing whatever. That's all from me. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Um, What was I going to say? My brain. You were talking about Elvis. Yes. So I think there's um, a little bit of that. So there's like some, you know, because uh, Lil Nas X identifies as gay, but also he's a performer of color. And I think that, again, like... People just get real judgy about Mm -hmm. behaviors in a ways that they wouldn't about other people doing those very same behaviors. 
You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's complicated. I don't know this. Like, I'm not saying Asia Grace. I don't know her from ever. But, like, the fact that the New York Post would run a, a piece like this. Right. That's shocked by his, you know, wiener grabbing. Again, go back to the 1950s and talk to Elvis. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, although I don't know if Elvis ever grabbed it. But he certainly he shook, shook it. people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dropped the mic down areas. I do want you to know Asia Grace also wrote an article. I'm 50, a mom of eight, and pregnant again with my daughter's baby. So it's very Maury Povich. Over I'm at the pregnant again Post. with my daughter's baby? Yeah. Oh, wait, not her. No, no, no. She's not. She's oh, I thought writing you a story wrote about all it. those things together. No. Like she was saying, <laughs> she's a surrogate for her daughter. Yes. I'm yeah, yeah, so yeah. confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's my D bag. Who's yours? Thanks for asking. Monty bag is men's health. Oh, why? Now, I want you to do me a favor, both of you. Okay. Stop what you're doing. Click on the following headline. Zach Efron's Baywatch trainer shared some great advice on how to get shredded for summer. And there's a photo of Zach Efron. Please click on this. And it wants me to subscribe. I know. That's why they're my okay. D-bag. <laughs> I need VIP you just access. Me in <laughs> with some Zach Efron shirtlessness. I click on it. No, and, and then I get blurry. And then I got blurred. Yeah, that's you, rude. Blurred you, lines. You have to be an MVP to access this page. Now, if you do decide to be an MVP, you get unlimited site content and exclusive stories. I just, I felt robbed. I felt taken for a ride. Yeah, I felt that's rude. Stopped in my tracks. I felt like my. My harsh was mellowed. Um, yeah, that's a tease right there. Because look at the, you can see the the, the form. I see the form. I see shadows. Here's right? the thing, Bradley. Though I want to make it's this like, better. Do you for ever you. remember? Well, I'm not going to go there. It's, it's, no. Anyway, what? Flipping through the channels on your cable is that? Well, what you're that was bring the thing. Up? Yes, but anyway, okay. what? I, what I was going to say is, I've got, I'm going to make this better for you. Oh. Because do you have a login? No. Oh. You clicked on this for one reason, and I'm guessing it's not because the trainer shared some great advice on getting shredded well, for summer. I'll tell you the real reason, but yes, tell me where you're going you, first. You clicked because you saw Zac Efron Baywatch, and you wanted that Piaxer. Well, yeah. And I mean, so, durr. you know, I, I can tell from that form. We've seen there's other places oh, you can look at it for I free. I know. I'm fine. I have I know. That. I, I have, have that. that. I have Google. You do have that. Um, but I, I mostly wanted to get the article because I was like, who is this trainer, Patrick Murphy? Because I thought there was another trainer who we've done this before where, like, allegedly, supposedly, you know, Zach's trainer is going to tell us how we can get that Baywatch body. And then I laugh because I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not realistic. And it, there was probably some some enhancements made. Like, nobody can have that body. It's his body. And we should just all be grateful that we we're given the opportunity to appreciate it on some level. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So but I wanted to hear the story of like, why is this Patrick Murphy character trying to get attention right now? Um, but also in the thumbnail, there's a picture of a shirtless sack and I mm-hmm. wanted to see that. And then I was robbed. So it's rude. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you know, where's the article about Zach Efron's manscaping, meaning oh. that he crafts his chest hair strategically mm. shadows. Oh yeah. 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 You to know, help allu- enhance. illusions and perhaps enhance. if you have that experience then you too could be like Zach Efron. Yeah. Like how to enhance your, your, uh, listen, 
I know you can. Some people contour those areas. What I've been wanting that nobody's delivering is the article about how to get Zac Efron's wonderful mm. personality. Mm. What? Where's that article? I have a question. Mm. Yeah. What is <laughs> Zac Efron's personality? personality? What is it? I mean, did, I did you, were you? I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super just kidding, by the Can way. Can I? Um, God, people, come on. It's We're having fun here. It's a joke. Um, can we also just talk about um, the email we just got? Oh, yeah, To yeah, go yeah. back to your D-bag? Yeah. Yeah, the one from Jamie, yeah. who said, I'm a Lil Nas X fan, but he did at one point during the performance use his microphone and acted like it was his sweetness, and he did. Yeah. That's true. Both he and, uh, and I think I sort of mentioned that, but maybe like we started talking about other things. Um, both he and Jack Harlow, who's the rapper who was featured on Industry Baby, both of them did that. So, by the way, it wasn't just Lil Nas X uh, having enjoying the era of the on-screen peen. Jack Harlow also was. Yeah, but they both were swinging their mics around like it was their. But something tells me the junk. headline and the story focused on. Yeah, once again, the headline, Lil Nas X X blasted for Grammy 2022 on stage Sweeness play. Um, And And I also was like, uh, it was acting? How exciting. There was a play? I missed it? I wanted to say to Jamie, like, yeah, no, no doubt. My point is just that, like, a lot of people do that and they don't get called out for it or it's not seen as like, I just see Lil Nas X getting like people like, oh, it's so much. It's so a lot. And I'm like, is it though? People get real pearl clutchy with Lil Nas X. I know. His um, performance, I believe it was at the VMAs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was... It was very much nudity and people on people. It's about time, kids. Yeah, and I was like, I was actually, I was, I think the audience for the VMAs is an audience that is possibly a little bit more prepared for the world. Well, you'd hope, right? Um, and maybe the Grammys. You had Madonna rolling around. I mean, and sticking her tongue down Britney's. I mean, this is just again. (laughs) She did. I know. I know. I just. Love that you didn't finish one sentence and everybody knew exactly what oh, you were talking yeah. about, right? I mean, because we were all there. We saw it. She had her cone boobs and, you know, she made out with two of pop princesses. Yeah, which we're totally fine with. Right, right. 40 years ago. Although, do, I'm trying to remember when that happened. Actually, it would have been probably like 35 years ago. The Britney. Oh, the Britney thing? That would have been 90s. That would have been 20. And I do really? feel yeah. like... 2020? Do you remember uh, that? Like 20 years ago, yeah. Do you remember that as... I mean, people did clutch pearls around that. Of course they did. Yeah. And it was so... Like, for those of us who, you know, uh, had been doing that for a while... Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, making out with the same gender it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. So we weren't really offended or weirded out by it. And they weren't even, that's not even what they were doing. But no. that was like, they were like pantomiming that. Yeah. And people were losing their stuff. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm not sure why. Like, were your children watching it? And if they were, why? If you didn't want that, right? But if it's, you're just adults, why? What? Well, and I'm not saying, I'm just saying this is a conversation that continues unfortunately, uh, about whether or not people are influenced by watching certain things in that way. Oh, yeah, no, I just want you to know that I love making out with men because I saw it on TV. Wait a minute. Yeah, thank you. I saw it on TV because they wouldn't let people do that. 
Also, I would like to take this opportunity to say really out loud the word sorry. gay. Thank you. Wait, I am not sorry. No, you do not apologize. No, what I was apologizing for uh, was just hijacking. Oh, your D bag. To make that's, my point. That's what we do in this Thank moment. You. When we return on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show, lest you think we are done with the D bags, we are introducing yet another category of D bag. Bradley Trainer will be debuting the new D bag. <laughs> new category sparkly D bag. After this on My Talk 1071. Back to the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And with no further ado, we have something to unveil. It's a new category of influencer, D-Bag. D-Bag influencers. It's Presenting. Do they yeah. get to be D-Bags? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's D-Bag oh, yeah, Double Down. Let's do it. Oh! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. What yeah. do the influencers sound like? I'll figure it out. <sighs> Here's a subgenre of D-bags we can mine for content. Influencers! Here's a guy that tried to get free food and then left a crappy review in response. Thankfully, people called him out, and that's why I'm sharing with you this story today. And this story comes to us from Eater Los Angeles, who talked about an L.A.-based food influencer, because that's an actual mm-hmm. thing, who got roasted ha, for critiquing a St. Louis area restaurant after they declined to give him a discount on his meal, a.k.a. free food. Uh-huh. Um, so, a guy... Hold but, on, I have to but, do some, but, like, I have to do some, like... M- I don't know, mapping. Geography. Geography. Thank you. That's the word. We've got an L.A. influencer Mm. who's getting free food to write about a St. Louis restaurant. Yeah, I think he was going to be... stop at nothing. He was, you know, he's based in L.A., but I think he was going to be, if I remember correctly... Just double checking my work, but if I remember correctly, he was going to be in St. Louis, and so he was like, "I'm going to do some work while okay. I'm here." And right. you got to eat. I get it. And got uh, a recommendation for this Corner Seventeen Noodles and Bubble Tea place, and um, reached out. What well, I heard noise. Oh, I just said yum. Oh, I yes. Had a bubble tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this guy's named, well, his Instagram handle is, uh, and don't try to go there. I'll tell you why in a moment. Okay. Antonio eats L A. But he was going to St. Louis. I get okay. it. Uh, anyway, he reached out to the St. Louis restaurant, unprompted, to Corner 17, and asked for 100 bucks in dining credit in exchange for reviewing their restaurant oh. on his account. Yeah, this is a thing. Um, they were like, thanks, but no thanks. And he then said, well, I'm still going to go to your restaurant, and I'm going to offer an honest review. And what followed was a negative story, actually a series of negative stories about that restaurant. Oh, gross. Saying they had the worst dumplings ever, and quote, the food tasted like her. Oh, my gosh. A to the double S. In response, they were like, okay. I mean, that is aggressive. There are like ways of saying it wasn't my favorite. (laughs) It just just, tastes like like, her. That's, wow. 
Okay. I mean, those words might actually come out of my mouth on occasion, but I would never, ever put, put that in, in a print? Re- <laughs> no. This restaurant's food tasted <laughs> like... <laughs> anyway, so a lot of people did what I did, which was, and you'll probably want to do this, you go to Antonio Eats LA. It's Antonio underscore Eats underscore LA. But you on the can't. Insties. You can't. Because oh, he's nope. mm-hmm. taken his account private. Mm-hmm. And his bio says, we cannot change the past. We can only take action in the present and therefore change the future. No. No. So I want to tell you what um, this restaurant did, because, you know, again, he like he did this on his own. He reached out and said, hello, I wanted to record the food being made and post it on my page in exchange for $100 off the food. I can come today. And they respond like, you know, we're in St. Louis. And he's like, I'm in St. Louis also. I can come around 4.30. I'm I'm from St. Louis. I have family there. I live in L.A. and here. Okay, pushy much? And then a few minutes later, question mark, question mark. And they're like, hey, thanks for the offer, but I don't think this collab will work for us, though. And that's when he decided to take matters into his own hands. And as I said, the food tastes. Were... So then this <laughs> this restaurant responded publicly because he let, you know, like that's somebody who's got 200 plus thousand followers. That's that's yeah, not nothing. That's, those are people. And this is a, you know, a, a local family owned restaurant. I don't know, family owned, but like, you know, locally yeah, local. owned restaurant. Uh, quote, we understand we have a small platform here in social media and we don't get as much voice as the other media influencers, especially with Asian cuisine. Most of the time, uh, the restaurants don't give any social accounts or time to manage their accounts. So, so basically, they're just like, look, we don't have the time to manage these like influencer accounts. An intentionally bad write-up from a large influencer because of our refusal to accept their collaboration is unprofessional and such a hostile manner that can simply ruin businesses. I want to step up because we felt threatened by this influencer. I want to give a voice to my Asian community that's that it's okay to say no and turn down any promotional offers without fear for standing up and defending yourself. And um, then he uh, he or she, whoever is responding on behalf of this account, goes on to, to talk about other stuff they have to deal with. And, um, you know... It, it just it makes you so sad because here's this like restaurant they're just trying to do their thing and some influencers like give me a hundred dollars worth of food or your food tastes like Ugh. yeah that's just gross and this we did have a story about this fairly recently another uh food influencer duo that did something similar where they were like give us some free money and we'll feature you on your on our page and the restaurant was like hi I don't know if you realize we're all struggling right now Yeah, and like giving you a bunch of money or paying for your food for your, I mean, that's just not a collab that's going to work, which is exactly what they said as well. Like you don't get to just be a jerk. Well, it's like mafia tactics. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a shame if I put a bad no, review I'm glad of your that restaurant they exposed him. Yeah. I'm glad he's been exposed. Take that Neither. Antonio eats LA. I, I'm not going to follow you. Ah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, if you could buy any chain restaurant, what would it be and why? Which one? 651-641-1071.